Welcome back to Big Queen Energy. I'm your girl, Nicole Rose, with the podcast all about the mindset of a true queen. I'm a semi retired DJ turned podcaster obsessed with positivity, psychology, and manifestation. Here to support you on your journey to attracting your dreams. Let's get it. Hello, my dear, dear queens. I love these solo episodes because it gives me time to just get a little bit more intimate with you guys. I wanted to just remind everybody that I am still offering one-on-one mini manifestation calls. So this will only be going for a few more weeks, but you can sign up below in the show notes if you want to snag one for yourself. I am going to teach you the basics of building your dream life, the framework we use in my mentorship program, how to uncover which mindset blocks are afflicting you, and give you some tools for creating a process to achieve greater clarity in your lives. So if you are ready to open up, I am ready to chat. So all you need to do is just click the link below in the show notes, get on my calendar, and girl, we are going to have a good time. So on to today's topic. Today we are talking about how you can use your meditation practice or your non-existent meditation practice that you are going to start figuring out because of this episode, I love to hear that, um, to boost your manifestations. So I started meditating forever ago. I think there's a lot of chitter and chatter about what meditation is, how to use it. I'm not sure that it's super clear to most people how this works with the process of creating, of manifesting, of building your dream life. So I want to clarify that for you guys and give you some more tools. Everything life is all about tools, right? We're just big, weird, funky computers with lots of bacteria crawling us that we need to just consistently optimize. You either optimize or you die, right? So so we're going to choose to be queens that get better like a fine wine as they age. So I started meditating and learning about the process and reading books on it and taking courses on it over eight years ago. And I guess that was, you know, I didn't really have a lot of friends that were doing that at that time, but I was getting into yoga. So, you know, people were meditating within that community and started to help supplement my practice, right? Give me a few extra minutes a day when I went to yoga to sit with my thoughts. Um, But my big catalyst was when my father got diagnosed with cancer. And I think it was the third time, but sometimes I accidentally say the fourth time. And it's super weird because, I think there are just like things that I've blacked out in my childhood, but no, it's definitely three. So third time. And I don't know, maybe because of that saying third time's the charm, there was just something in my gut that was like, okay, this is it. Like how many times is your dad going to beat cancer? You need to start building tools to survive this situation and come out stronger on the other side and heal and handle it because him and I were so close. We were so deeply connected as human beings. I mean, he's he's still with me. and It's been over six years, six and a half now. So trust me, there is, you know, so, there is a way to maintain a connection with the souls that we're meant to. 
But I started really trying to deepen my meditation practice and learn more about it and build my skill sets internally because I could feel myself really wobbly. I could feel my emotions kind of all over the place. I could feel that I wasn't really showing up as the best version of myself. I lacked clarity and a sense of direction. And I had relied so much in my entire life. I mean, my teenage years, my early adulthood, all of my 20s, basically, on his guidance, because he was such a strong figure in my life. And we were so similar. So it probably was natural for him. And he was a forensic psychiatrist. That was also kind of what he did. It's funny, we're not that different. Um, But I'd relied so much on him that and, and his ability to help me get to clarity that I didn't really have my own tools. And so I really felt a gaping hole in my soul, in my life, um, in so many different ways when he passed. And people had recommended, you know, I had explored options, right? I had been in therapy and, you know, there are other members of my family that have taken antidepressants and things. And so right after he passed was obviously the lowest point for me. And people were suggesting that. And I had always been a very positive happy, uh, naturally stable person. And so I, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that choice to do that. And some people benefit greatly from antidepressants, especially people with a chemical imbalance. But I knew that wasn't me because I had always felt fantastic for so, so, so many years. And so I didn't want to alter my brain chemistry unless it was truly necessary. So that's what really, really led me down this path of deepening my meditation practice and building what I call the manifest mindset, which is what I help women build in the eight-week mentorship program. So that's all just to really say that meditation can have a profound impact on our lives when we start learning how to use it. And what that means is that how to use it for yourself. Because you are a different computer. You have a different operating machine. Every human is unique in their DNA structure, in their energetic body, and their physical body. So no two of us are alike. And what works for me may not work for you. And some of the things that work for me may work for you. And you might pull something from another thought leader or meditation guru or somebody that you've been following or studying or read a book from and then put it all together and boom, that clicks for you. So what I want to share today is just a few of my strategies. So so here's another story. Just yesterday, I went to my usual 7 a.m. hot yoga and I was sitting in meditation, right? It's like a couple minutes after the practice and you, you can dive in pretty easily after you've done like a intense physical workout like that. It does aid you into sliding in. They call that induction. Um, But I noticed my mind wandering more than usual. And I think it was kind of prompted by all the physical changes happening in my life right now. And I stress physical because that's what they are. They're just... They're just physical. When you when you can ground mentally, you don't have to be so thrown off, right? Or unaligned or off balance due to them because you have the alignment within your own mind. But anyway, I couldn't really pause the thoughts. They weren't bothering me that much. It was just not letting me access that deeper meditative space where I could truly let go and hit the reset button, which is always my goal in meditation. So I decided that I would just roll with it. And I, and I realized this is something I've done a lot and it really served me and it serves my manifestation practice, but I don't hear many meditation leaders 
talking about this. So I essentially, I noticed that thoughts were coming in and I decided that I would just roll with them, that I would pivot them to be exciting thoughts, that I would latch on to the positive emotion of what those thoughts were about rather than allowing kind of the stressed out stream of thoughts to control my consciousness. So I was thinking about my move, which we are now calling my transition. And I decided that I would think about how amazing Miami would be and how I'm going to find my new husband down there. And I soaked in the ocean view from my balcony. And I just started dreaming about what it's going to be like to be all set up in my brand new, beautiful apartment. And all of a sudden, that feeling of well-being started coming over me. So I just went with it. And then you can sit there for a while. Once you generate that feeling of well-being, you can bask in it. You can soak in it. So you can either hold on to that thought that brought it or you can just breathe through it. You know, maybe you've, you've used the thoughts. The thoughts have served their purpose. You've reframed what felt maybe like stressful or anxious thought into an exciting place that then released a good feeling emotion into your body and just hold on to it. You know, when your arms feel tingly and the hair sticks up on the top of your arm and you're, you've got that little chill down your spine, you just roll with it, you let it be, you try to prolong it as long as possible. It's just rewiring your brain and your body to be in sync with each other. So this has come up in the mentorship before um, because I think, you know, it's natural, especially when we first begin our meditation journey, it's natural for thoughts to pour in right? And in that situation, what you're doing there is you're just locking on to the best one. You're visualizing it, you're playing it out. And if you can turn those thoughts into a good feeling emotion, if you go long enough down the tangent of good, positive thoughts, it will. And that's always, honestly, even better for your general well-being and for your manifestation practice than no thought, right? And this is something that a lot of people don't tell you. Uh, if you can just release the thoughts, that's great, right? Like I said, you can hit the reset. But if you can think about something that you're looking to bring forth into your life, one of your main intentions for your life or for this week or for this month, and build joy and well-being and good feeling emotions around it, that's even more powerful than just simply clearing thought. So, I think meditation has a scary connotation. And, and I know this too because I feel like oftentimes resistance comes up for women when I first start working with them around this. You know, I don't have time. Um, my kids are too loud. Um, I don't have any, you know, there's no space in my house to do this, right? So, I mean, it's not any one person, but everybody has, you know, their own mental blocks, right? That's just a mindset block um, that you're constructing to build resistance around the practice. Maybe you're not ready and that's fine, but maybe there's a way to easily alleviate those blocks so that you can realize that there's a value for you in the practice once you get through on the other side. I think like some of it's just truly in the name. Some people just think that they're not a person who can meditate, but we all can do it. It's our human, it's a birthright. It's the way that we optimize our systems. It's the way that we push the reset button, just like you turn your phone off and on, right? So every human was born with this innate skill set. And it's just about 
getting the right tools that work for your human makeup, your DNA, your energetic body, your physical body to be able to access it. So maybe we call it like sitting with yourself and I don't know, that might weird you out even more. Maybe connecting, connecting to intuition or source or universal guidance or I don't know that, that some people that would also weird out. But what about just like me time? What if we just made it really simple? What if it was like meditation was just me time? Like you are just going to have five, 10, three, whatever you have time for minutes of me time in your morning. It's the ultimate form of self-care. It's like I'm sick of everybody talking about getting facials, getting their nails done. But it's like they don't have a practice that truly takes care of themselves. Meditation connects you to the core of who you are. When you get really deep in this practice, you'll be able to listen to your inner voice. You'll be able to start learning how to separate your ego from who you truly are and what you truly want. And this takes time. It's not going to happen overnight, but you will still experience benefits along the way. You will still experience that feeling of well-being. And guess what? The more that you feel that feeling of well-being, the more that you naturally call that back into play throughout your day. Your body will more and more choose that response than a stress response once you condition this to be a homeostasis for you to be more of your natural state of being. It's just like if you were to call a friend and be like, what's going on with you? Like that's literally what you're doing with yourself when you meditate. You're giving yourself a check-in. You're floating any news back to you. And once you get good at it, you get intuition, you get advice, you get guidance from yourself or from the God inside of us. However you want to think about it is up to you. That's what's so incredible about meditation is that it is a truly individual practice. Call it what you want. Do it how you want. Think about it how you want. Whatever works for you is true. There's no one universal truth. It's only what works for you. When we meditate, we can gain so much clarity. First of all, we can see things that we haven't worked through or processed emotions, maybe negative emotions that are coming up because those will typically be the first things that come up for you if you begin this practice and you start sitting regularly. You'll be able to recognize, ooh, I haven't worked through this. Okay, this is still kind of bugging me. And maybe you won't have all the answers within that five, 10 minutes sitting, but maybe you decide, okay, I'm gonna block off 30 minutes or an hour this weekend, and I'm going to meditate for 30 minutes and then journal on those thoughts for 30 minutes. Or maybe I'm going to book a session with my therapist, or maybe I'm going to book a session with a coach and talk about some of these emotions and themes that are coming up for me or things that are, you know, that I haven't been able to work through on my own, right? And then once you get to that next layer, after you've worked through some of the things that are coming up for you, you're able to really start seeing more of who you are, getting that additional clarity. I ask a lot of women in the mentorship because I think one of the biggest themes, not I think I know, (laughs) one of the biggest things that comes up in the mentorship, which I'm super passionate about, so it's fantastic, is purpose. Because over our lives, as we evolve into more spiritual beings, as we grow on our, in our own personal evolution, Oftentimes, we realize that who we're operating as on the outside is not connected to who we've now grown as and become on the inside. And so that can create what psychologists would call cognitive dissonance, right? And so 
this often just manifests as physical stress in our lives and anxiety, and we aren't even aware of why this is happening. But as you evolve, people typically want to grow in a way that helps and serves other people. And then they may not see how their day job is doing that, how their current, you know, company is doing that, whatever, right? All different situations in people's lives. So point being, when I was first rebuilding my career, I sat and meditated on purpose for 30 days straight. Every single morning, for as many minutes as I had, I would, the goal was always 30, but that's, you know, you guys are living the same life I'm living. That is not always possible given other commitments, the dog pees on the floor, the child screaming, you know, you you got up late, whatever, right? So shit happens. And so you just let it go. If you don't get to the whole time, you just are glad for what you did get done, right? So for 30 days straight, I just sat down and meditated on my purpose and how I was really, really meant to serve and was what I was doing in the DJ world truly serving? Was I serving the people that I really wanted to serve? I knew it was serving in some way, but was it as helpful as I intended? And was it getting to the right audience, right? And I just asked, it was just very simple. I just asked for clarity. Literally, I would just sit down in my meditation practice with the intention of understanding what is meant for me around my purpose? What are the messages from my inner being, from source, from God, from universal wisdom, whatever you believe in? I was just sitting down and asking for those messages. And just simply by asking too, it opens us up to receive, to notice more signs throughout our day. It expands our awareness, right? So this is such an incredible tool. And I wanted to share this with you guys so that you can start seeing how you can incorporate meditation into your daily lives in in different ways. The point is, is that when you get good at meditating, you can start lessening the distance between who you are on the inside and who you're operating as on the outside. When you lessen that distance, then it becomes very, very clear, A, what you truly want to manifest in your life and why, and B, how to actually get there in that physical body, right? So the clarity part is the biggest piece of it. And then the action steps, the inspired action, all of that will roll out for you once you once you get the clarity and you can continue asking and inviting in wisdom, guidance, and assistance from the spiritual world. So... These are my big thoughts on meditation today. I could go on for hours and I promised that these episodes, solo ones, would be shorter. So I'm not going to continue to harp on this. But what I want to say is that I will do a follow-up with some more tangible tools and I will spell out, I'll do this in the next, it won't be this coming week, but the next week, I will do an episode with a four-step really simple process to access guidance through your meditation and use it in manifestation. So there will be a part two follow-up coming at you very, very soon. And I hope that this was helpful. I hope this gave you some inspiration from my personal story or just made you think a little bit about your own practice or diving in and starting to build one, even if you think that you're not capable. Because let me tell you something, babe, you are 
You're a capable queen. You can do anything that you set your mind to. And it is my honor and joy to support you. Thank you so much for listening. Love you all. All right, ladies, if you loved what you heard today, please remember to subscribe, hit five stars, maybe share it with a girl who needs to hear this advice today. We'd be oh so grateful if you had time to leave a little review too. You can add us on Instagram at Nicole Rose Stillings and at Big Queen Energy Pod. We hope we brightened your day, but that's all for now. Don't forget to tune in Mondays in the AM to Big Queen Energy, supporting you on your journey to fearless creation.